Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, this is, uh, what are we doing today? Yes, a business law podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name today is Nasser Pasha. And as always, I'm Matt Staub. As always, well, I change my name once in a while. Passer Nasha. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible joke. Let me just write that down. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> I, I keep track of all your bad jokes, by the way. We're at about, we've had 181 episodes or so, and we're at 296 bad jokes. Yeah, that's not bad. That's like one and a half per episode. It's pretty good. Good average. Yeah, good average. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, we have SEO talk today, or negative SEO talk. Wait, why is that speaking of numbers? Oh, SEO numbers. I'm 297. I should have said speaking of analytics. You should have said speaking of negative SEO, uh, negative SEO. <laughs> Good lead in. I think it's funny that us lawyers are covering this issue because I think it's such a subtle issue that most people aren't even aware of. First of all, the, let, let's let's break down what negative SEO is and so in order to understand what negative SEO is, you have to know what SEO is. So SEO is search engine optimization. And by the way, if I'm wrong and you SEO experts want to correct me, <laughs> send me the email later. Okay, I'm sure I'm not perfect on this, but. So anyway, so SEO, search engine op- optimization, that's just basically the process of trying to optimize your website and its affiliated backlinks, et cetera, in order to prop up the ranking of the search engine results for a particular keyword. And so just as an example, if you're a plumber and you live in San Diego and you have your business in San Diego, when you search San Diego plumbing, you're gonna want your business to come up as high as possible. Obviously it gets a little more complicated than that because that's a very competitive keyword, but when it gets to other stuff, then you're actually able to get number one spots sometimes. And so negative SEO is of course the complete opposite. It's what you do to your competitors that if you have, you know, ABC plumbing San Diego that happens to be on the, on the number one spot in Google, when you search San Diego plumbing, how can you as a competitor get them to rank lower with efforts that you're doing? And it's a little controversial, I would say. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. It's Well, this is the whole thing is, and you wrote a great post on this, on drawing the line between what's legal and what's ethical. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that the on the ethics side of it, I don't think any of this is, is ethical, but I mean, it's also, you know, a business tactic. <laughs> we tend to get SEO consulting calls and we have clients in the industry. We hire people in the industry. So I, every time I've run across anybody that seems to know about this stuff, I ask them about this and they all seem to agree that negative SEO does exist because first there was a myth of whether it exists or not. And two, it's not something good to do. But yet there's this always a smile on their face as if like, if the right circumstances were there, they would definitely do it because, hey, it's fair competition, you know? I don't think it's ethical, but we, we can go on to the legal side of it. So I, there's, it seems like there's a couple issues. One being, correct me if I'm wrong, it's pretty difficult to figure out who's actually doing these negative SEO tactics to a business, right? So there's different different strategies for negative SEO. Let's, let's talk about the most common way and or common thought of negative SEO, what that is. is so Google and its algorithm to decide how the rankings go decided about a couple, two or three years ago that 
all these other companies that were basically using these these what are called crawlers or spiders to I don't know if that's the right word actually all these scripts to create all these backlinks to their sites were kind of manipulating the process. So what Google said is like, okay, if you're doing that, then we're gonna penalize you because you're using these so-called black hat tactics. And so then, then the response was, okay, if you're gonna penalize, that means that I can do the same thing for a competitor as if they're doing it and they're gonna have no idea who's, who's it coming from and so therefore they're gonna be penalized and, and that's gonna help me. And so it was still unsure whether how that was going to work. And it seems like it was working or at least people were attempting to do it. And people do report that it did work. I don't know if it's if it's for certain or not. But then Google responded saying, "Okay, we're going to give you this Google disavow tool, which basically as a website owner, you can go on there and say, "Okay, these backlinks are not mine. So don't don't count that. And some SEO guys say that's pretty much useless. Others say that you have to do it. They find themselves updating it every week, every day, because of the number of backlinks that their sites are being attacked. But what's funny about all this is that if you're just a business owner, how are you supposed to even know that this is going on unless you're an SEO expert? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And I definitely wouldn't know. Another thing, I, you know, if you wanted to sue somebody for this, what are you going to go after them for? I guess some sort of unfair competition under the the business and professions code or maybe intentional interference with economic advantage i mean that's kind of limited yeah i mean i've been i personally been thinking about this for a while but both the unfair competition in california's business professions code or you alluded to the intentional interference of economic advantage and so forth and I don't know if we want to go into the details of, of how that's structured. You can look at my article and, and we talk about it. But the, one of the fundamental problems with that and where it becomes difficult is that you have to somehow show that the underlying act is either unlawful, not quite in business professions code, unlawful, but when it comes to economic advantage, that the act has to be wrongful. And how that's defined by industry standards or business standards is a little murky and a little bit harder to prove. So it almost seems as though on one hand, you can find people that actually sell their services. I asked one of our guys that handles SEO, and he, he gave me a couple links of people that are actually selling themselves as negative SEO experts. And so this may be an accepted practice. Maybe not everyone likes it, but might be here to stay. So there may be some legal recourse, but it's, it's not that great. It's not that clean. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, it seems like the way to go is to, from a business perspective, a business owner perspective, is to just try to not seek the legal side of it more so, trying just to use SEO to battle against the negative SEO, if that makes sense. It reminds me of kind of how you deal with Yelp. It's like, okay, you know, when you get a bad review from, from a competitor on Yelp, and you don't know who it is, there's not a lot of legal recourse. So what do you do? You kind of have to revert to non-legal methods of, of boosting your reputation online and, and getting that Yelp search down or getting other positive ratings on Yelp to counteract that false, false review. By the way, this is not the only kind of negative SEO. There's something called non-link-based SEO. And this is something I only learned about recently, but th- these are really, these are bad tactics. I mean, this is stuff that may not only be illegal, but have very legitimate recourse if you're able to find out who did it. But those include like, for example, actually hacking the websites or posting duplicate content because Google punishes those that just copy content. So what if you 
every time you, you publish something and your content's copied elsewhere and Google is not able to determine who's copying who, then your site might might get into trouble. But there's recourse there because there's copyright infringement, right? But how are you going to keep up with it if it's happening on a large scale? I mean, you're gonna be sending DMCA notices out, out everywhere and hoping that they respond. So I guess we talked about what, what you can do as a business owner to, to kind of combat this, but do you think this is gonna become more a more talked about issue? Or do you think it's gonna become more newsworthy? Or do you think this is something that's gonna kind of just fly under the radar and people are just gonna find ways to deal with it and, and just move on? It's a really good question. I think it's hard to tell at this point, but if history serves as a guideline here, is that, and this is, I guess this is my whole criticism of the SEO industry in, in itself. I mean, since the internet came out, you know, people have been trying to find ways to direct people to their site. And search engines have been a great tool for people to find what they're looking for. And so since then, people have been trying to manipulate the process that Google, Yahoo, and these other search engines use in order to find them sites. But at the end, the incentive for Google is to find sites that match what the user is looking for and to have a good positive user experience. And so therefore, Google is going to continue to modify the algorithm to combat what these SEO guys are trying to do to manipulate. No matter what, it's gonna be a constant battle. So even today, if someone you know posted a bunch of backlinks that are blacklisted by Google already to your site, how much of an impact that's gonna have may be negligible because Google should be aware that there's people that are doing negative SEO. They also should be aware that there's people that are trying to use this as positive SEO. And therefore, it may have an impact, but how much of an impact it's gonna have may be lessened. And then, you know, a year from now, Google's gonna change its algorithm again to find new ways to present better content to its users. Like, this is what we do in ourselves. You know, we have a quite a bit of organic traffic, but it's because we try to focus on just producing good content. Great answer. I was just looking for a yes or no. So, <laughs> Oh, in, in that case, uh, what was your question? <laughs> I don't remember how I framed the question, so can't help you there. All right, I think it's a, negative SEO is a very interesting topic. Yeah. We talk about this subject a lot about just basically competition in general about unfair competition. You know, we, we just had uh, the guy from Snowcone Joe on our podcast a couple of days ago. And when we first started out, it was more of just a, uh, a competition and, and how that ended up being a different story. But my point is, is we, we tend to talk about how businesses compete and where the ethics are and where the lines are, because a lot of times the, the ethics don't match the law. That's that's the whole thing, is there, and that's why I said in the beginning. And there's the legal side of it. I mean, you can't do things that are illegal, and then there's the ethical side of it. And you can do things that are unethical. Just it might backfire on you from a PR standpoint, or at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself too. So if you're okay doing things that are unethical to get an advantage, then that's your choice. That's why you got rid of all your mirrors, right? You've you don't want to look at yourself, and <laughs> yeah, it's actually <laughs> funny that. When we moved into our house, there was a ton of like just an excess of mirrors everywhere. Like there was, like, you couldn't walk anywhere without seeing a mirror. It was pretty crazy. So we we did actually take down a significant amount of mirrors. And when I was a kid, I was scared of uh, that movie Poltergeist Two, which a lot of people remember Poltergeist One, and that was the more popular one. But the Poltergeist Two was the one where all these ghosts would appear in the mirrors, and that freaked me out as a kid for sure. So you haven't looked at a mirror since then? I haven't looked at a mirror since then. 
I, I don't even know what I look like. <laughs> the only way I know is from the cartoon cover art that we have. I assume that's how I look. <laughs> yeah. Forgot when you when we paid somebody to do that, we got it back and you had to ask me if that's, do you, do you yeah. think this looks like me? And I was like, yeah. I was trying to figure out which one was me, actually. I was like, is that me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. That'd be an interesting way to find out. Yeah, it does look a lot like you. So mine's pretty close, but I think yours is spot on. Oh, yours is too, I think. Uh, okay, I'm I'm closing up my windows for our last episode of the week. Thanks for joining us. It was a good week of uh, episodes. Keep us on, keep us smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.